It's Friday night, and the moon is bright. Going to have some fun, show you how it's done. TGIF. Now, if you know what I'm referencing there, you're as dated as I am. Welcome to the club. It's Friday night. I am in my anchor car studio where I record sometimes when I'm, well, recording late and don't want to wake up the kid. Now, tonight we're going to get back into some of the more heartfelt stuff. And by heartfelt, I mean eh, the more meaningful thoughts where I want your feedback. It's good to take a break from the Tinder Poo story from last night. Check out last night's episode. Wild. What is still one of the wildest stories I think I've ever heard on planet Earth. But tonight... I want to talk about why English class is so difficult for teachers nowadays that students have the internet. I want to get into why Fridays are really Mondays for entrepreneurs and how they just crave getting back to work. And last but not least, I want to tell you about a little experiment that I'm running through Instagram stories. I think it's going to work out. I really do. And I just don't know how to end it. So I kind of need your help on that. That's tonight's show. Let's, let's get into it. The hardest class in university to do well in is English class. English 100, I believe, is the hardest class to do in all of university. And hear me out. There's no right or wrong answer. Well, let me rephrase that. There is a wrong answer, but there's no right answer. Right? Like a prof says, hey, what did you think about this Shakespearean story? Tell me about what Shakespeare was thinking. Well, I have no idea what Shakespeare was thinking, but I, I got to make something up. Right, I gotta use my imagination and my wit to try and. You know, I feel like Shakespeare was really wrestling with some moment in his life and remembering, you know, some sad story about a lost lover, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And what ended up happening was I had to read what my prof kind of wanted in their body language and in their words and kind of give them a little piece of that back. And if I could please my prof with my answers, then I pass. Well. I heard an incredible story today about how English class has changed since the last time I was in university. There was a prof, and this happened here in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada, mm-hmm. the middle of Canada, for those of you down in the States. The story goes like this. Prof says, hey, students, they're dissecting a poem. Student, what do you think this poem is about? And student says, I think it's about this. And they give a, a long list of things and why and what they, what they thought the author meant. And the prof basically says, no, I don't think you're right. I'm pretty sure it's about this. And the student says, like, well, I, I, I don't think so. And the prof says, no, you're wrong. It's about this. This is, what the, this is definitely what the author meant. But this student was a bit ornery and thought, you know what? I'm not going to leave it at that. I actually think that I'm right on this. So they emailed the author of the poem. Because <laughs> you can do that nowadays, right? It's the 21st century. Why not just, hey, author, what what were you actually thinking? So the author responded and said, I was actually thinking about this, nothing at all about what the prof was thinking. And so a student, so ballsy, brings the email back to class the next day and says, hey, prof, here's the real answer to that. And kind of stuck it to the prof, which I thought, whoa, like, that's the first objective answer I've ever seen in English class. So the lesson of this is, if you're in English class listening to this, Email the authors of the poems and the essays that you're supposed to work on because they have all the right answers and you can't argue that. That's a free tip. Now, for a lot of us, we're here on Friday and we love it, right? We're out tonight. We're having fun. My wife surprised me and said, hey, let's go on a date tonight. And I thought, oh, okay, where's the catch? And she said, hey, let's go to the virtual reality cafe and play video games. And I had to ask her, look her right in the eyes, like, are you serious? And she said, yes. And I said, are you really my wife in there? She laughed and said, yes, so we went and did that. But if you're an entrepreneur, Friday is not the best day of the week. Oftentimes, Monday 
is the best day of the week. And give me some grace here. I understand that people's work weeks are set up differently, but for the most of us that work Monday to Friday, we just crave the weekend. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're not in jobs that we enjoy. Well, as of this February, I actually quit my job and started a business with a fantastic business partner. His name's Justin. You'll see him at the, on the Justin and Greg show. And what I learned really quick was when you're doing something you love, you actually never want to stop it. Right, and we like we're marketing consultants. We we do that uh, Monday to Friday, but we also do like the Justin and Greg content stuff. Uh, as well, we're not YouTube people, but we're we're content creators, and we love doing that. And my, what I find is that when the weekend hits, and you know we go our separate ways for the most part, and you know spend time with our families and do our stuff, which is so important. There's brackets in there. It's so important, and I wouldn't change that for the world. But you miss it. You miss the desire to create. You miss the desire to take those reps and push your business forward and whatever your, your passion project is forward. And you get that on Monday. Are there any other entrepreneurs out there that are listening to this? Am I crazy in that? Or am I crazy in the fact that, you know what, maybe you actually really like your Monday to Friday job and you look forward to it on Monday. I actually highly doubt that, right? Because a lot of us are in jobs right now be, just due to the fact of it pays the bills. And some of them pay bills quite well, right? And who doesn't want that? But then at some point, it, it kind of falls out, right? I actually heard a, a stat when I was in uh, university that said a, a pay raise will only motivate you for about three more weeks. Three more weeks. So your, your boss can go up to you and say, hey, I'm going to give you $10,000 more a year. And you're like, woohoo! This is amazing. This give me $10,000 more. And three weeks later, at the end of that month, you're still just as miserable as you were. All of this to say, if you're in a job that you don't enjoy... Do your best to find the courage to find one you love. I, I just think it's, it's the most important thing for you. And life is so short, but so awesome. It's so awesome. Give it a shot. We all have those friends and family members who are on social media and their lives look amazing. They're posting incredible photos or stories. They're all over the world or they're all over their city and they're always out doing stuff and they're smiling and they're laughing and they're having so much fun. But what no one ever thinks about is what's happening behind the photo, right? Because you could be in a, in a fight for an hour, pause for a selfie, and then I see that photo on my Instagram feed and go, wow, like so-and-so's life is amazing. And it's really not. And I think to an extent, all of us that are on social media, we kind of we kind of brush up our lives a little bit, right? And say, hey, the, my life is awesome and it looks so much better when I edit the photos and, and use the filters and whatever. So tonight I started a little bit of an experiment because there was one time I heard of, of, of people that are like, wow, like that person's life is amazing. And I knew, it, I, knew, I knew it wasn't, right? And I felt bad for, I felt bad for the whole situation really. So tonight I started taking Instagram stories of my life in, in, in fun moments that show me doing fun things, getting out, being around the city, whatever, to try and create a perception that my life is awesome, that my life's amazing, and that, that there's nothing wrong in my life, and that everyone should be envious of it, which you guys have listened to the show know this is not true, right? Having lots of problems uh, in my marriage right now, trying to work through that, and we will work through that, and it's amazing, but like, that's, just, that's just some of it, right? Like We all have our issues on a day-to-day -day basis. But what I need to know is how, how do I uh, pull off the mask of this experiment, right? I want to do it for about a week, I think, of me just getting out there and having fun and constantly, wow, this is amazing. And then I want a moment where I get a talk and say, hey, for the past week, this is what I've been doing. It's not actually true. 
right? There's elements of it that are true, but I really want to encourage everyone not to necessarily to read between the lines and, and all that sort of stuff, but just to, to remember that even though you see people having fun, that we all are humans, and that means we all have some sort of baggage at some point in our life. And that's not meant to be a depressing thing, but just a, a real and honest thing. Like, I'm a real person. You're a real person. Your friends are real people too, right? So let's let's give each other some encouragement, be optimistic, but at the same time, remember that, you know what? <sighs> Life can be tough sometimes. And I hope you're there for your friends, and I hope your friends are honest enough with you that, uh, that they can be well, honest with you, sincere. Okay, okay. That was a bit heavy tonight for a Friday night, but I hope it caught you at the right time. Feel free to call in, use the discussions. We can work on this together. Uh, I have no idea what tomorrow holds. There's a big barbecue happening at uh, my family's house, and so it'll be lots of fun stories to tell. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. It's always good to have fun. That's what I think my calling in life is, is to bring joy to people and remind them that, you know what? There's always a reason to smile. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here listening to this. And for that, I'm thankful. I'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks for tuning in to Tulu, everyone.